0: Rain. Sharks.
1: Rain city jerks. Rain city jerks. Rain city jerks. Hello. Welcome to Rain City Jerks, episode two. I am your host and co-host, uh Jack Slattery.
0: I am Jay Markovitz, your co-host and host.
1: Excellent. Yeah. Uh, so how's your how's your week been? Today is Sunday. Uh, it is the inaugural, uh, first day of your mic, right? The...
0: Yes. Yes. The first. Uh, Should call the inaugural edition of Tilted Open Mic. Oh, that's
1: that, that's a uh, pinball pun, correct?
0: Correct. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the flyer that I'm having made is my torso coming out of a pinball machine, getting hit by pinballs, and speaking into a microphone. So I get to combine, uh, you know, two stupid
1: hobbies. Is there? That I have. Um, do you ever think about making like merch of some sort and making pinball? merch like what would that look like pinball merch uh,
0: if this if this flyer comes out well uh you know maybe we could put pictures of that on like a pinball back glass to put into other pinball machines okay or uh i could make some custom custom branded pinball gloves with a cartoon picture of my face on them um
1: like fingerless gloves. Yeah,
0: like fingerless <clears throat> gloves that have uh, a are little bit. Are fingerless
1: gloves like popular in the pinball world? Um,
0: I would say they are unpopular okay. in the pinball world, in that only a few people wear them, and they are uh, appropriately ridiculed. Okay. For wearing <clears throat> fingerless gloves, but yeah, you know, some people are a little prima donnas about their hand, or uh, I've seen people put like additional weight into the fingerless gloves. Wait, why? So you can slap the pinball machine harder.
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat>
1: like slap the side of it.
0: Yeah, like slap the side of it. So, like that's one of the main uh, maneuvers you can use to save the ball in pinball. You uh, instead of just pushing the flipper button, you violently slap the side of the machine, and uh, as the ball comes down, it moves the flipper a little bit closer. To the ball, so you know that little fraction of an inch you can hit it instead of it going down the drain.
1: Interesting, yeah, yeah, it's called a slap save, and that's legal. Oh, yeah,
0: it's absolutely legal.
1: Okay,
0: it's expected that you will.
1: Oh, yeah, what's the life expectancy of a pin, a a well used pinball machine? Um,
0: forever, you know, if you if you take care of it, yeah, yeah. yeah. How often
1: do they need to be tuned up? Weekly. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, you can go for longer, and it kind of depends on what kind of use uh, they're getting. Like, if it's just a home pinball machine, where it's only you playing it, maybe some friends or family, uh, it's going to be much more durable. But then if you're in a bar where you've got, you know...
1: Drunk idiots.
0: Drunk idiots pounding on it for hours every day, then, uh, yeah, you know, it's going to need a little more repair, and then if people are playing it, they're going to expect that it's going to be in good condition. If they're going to put a dollar into it. Yeah. But, uh, no, I, I regularly play games from, like, the 70s that are still chugging right along. But they've probably been uh, taken apart and put back together a dozen times.
1: Do people brag about having, like, all original parts pinball thing, or is that, like, a silly thing you never hear about
0: i haven't heard about that yeah i think that would be uh if you had all original parts your game wouldn't be working very well
1: unless it was just barely touched yeah yeah
0: yeah well no and you see that every now and again someone just finds a game in like a warehouse somewhere or uh i hear a lot of stories about people like going to like buy a house and there's a pinball machine or two just left in the house those are usually in pretty poor working condition though Right. Yeah.
1: Otherwise, they wouldn't have been left there. Exactly. <clears throat> unless somebody doesn't, you know, unless they just don't know what they have either, though. I
0: wonder if, like, we were to apply the rules of, like, a Toy Story universe.
1: Would pinball machines come to life? God, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I like to think about the movie uh, <clears throat> The Magic Cupboard.
0: Yeah. Or Indian, in, Indian the, in the Cupboard. Indian in the Cupboard. yeah, yeah.
1: And, like, what would I put in that cupboard? Like, what would I do? Like, in the movie, I'm sure that it's not in the book, but in the movie, the dude puts Darth Vader in there. Sure. And that's a not the... Like, that is a terrible idea. Because, like, presumably, he's just tiny Darth... Like, like he's just small Darth Vader. Right. But he still...
0: Still has as much control of the Still has as much control... Size matters not. Right. So in the eyes of the Force. And
1: ma- it probably just makes him way more terrifying and he still has a lightsaber, and he's just tiny now. So
0: in, in, in the world of that cupboard, uh, simply putting Vader into the cupboard would have invented the Force.
1: I suppose so. And
0: lightsabers that didn't right. exist before. Right. Yeah. It, it
1: would rewrite physics. Yeah. Yeah. Eh, it's, a, it's a pretty powerful cupboard, man. That's a, powerful, that a co- powerful cupboard. But then also, you know, you put like a flashlight in there. That's, I mean, that just becomes disgusting if that came to be real life. Just a tube of flesh.
0: Tube of flesh. Uncleaned.
1: Uh, uncleaned, yeah. Uh, All
0: the jizz came <clears> to life.
1: Yeah, that would be terrible. Yeah,
0: I guess it's kind of already alive, coming out of you. Yeah, I mean, For a couple minutes. I don't know. It, or for like, 80 years, depending on where you put the jizz.
1: Sure. I th- then it's only one of them. But, like, no one's... like. See, that would be an interesting argument to take... To be like, look, if I if I can't get an abortion because life begins at conception or whatever, like, you shouldn't be jerking off ever. Oh, yeah. Because... That's genocide. Yeah, that's, like...
0: You're y- killing billions and billions of tiny ewes.
1: Right. No one's ever arguing that angle, though. <clears throat> the abo- no. the abortion freaks are never arguing, like, and stop jizzing. Well, like... I mean, I he, guess... There, there's... I mean, sure, there's, there's a vast divide between... Half a chromosome, you know, dying by the billions, right? And a like forming body of cells. Like, I will say that there is a difference, mm-hmm. but not that much difference. Not that much difference.
0: I feel like people. It, it's hard to take an anti-jerking off stance because people know that if do, if dudes never jerked off, uh, we'd be killing each other.
1: We've seen what that does. all the time. We, we, yeah, yeah. We, we've seen what. Uh, mass sexual oppression does.
0: It's a necessary—I don't want to call it a necessary evil, but
1: well, certainly it's, it's certainly, a vital function. It's a vital function, yeah. So much of the world's problems probably could have been averted if some people just jerked off a little bit more.
0: Yeah, you know, if you jerk off, uh, you don't know, want to go fight in a war.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just the, Sp- want to eat a sandwich. the Spanish Inquisition probably could have, like been nullified a little bit.
0: See, I don't know, man, because sometimes you jerk off and you just want to go to bed, but other times you jerk off and you're, like, full of shame.
1: Well, the, the Like, shame, even more. The shame only comes from the church. Like, the shame w- doesn't exist outside of, like feeling shame like that like that's I I, I think it does I
0: I think that shame is like a natural human I have never felt emotion I have
1: never felt ashamed after jerking off
0: and it's like you know you jerk off and you have this like lust over an idea in your brain I I always jerk off and then you're like fuck that's so dumb I'm so I'm so ashamed of the thing that I was like idealizing two minutes ago and now I don't care about it at all I mean, so like get your life together, man. What are you doing?
1: Sh- I mean, sure, but I still see it as just, like, a function that needs to be taken care of, like, changing your oil in your car, or mm-hmm. brushing your teeth, whatever. Like, no, I've never felt shame after, I've I felt shame after, like, effectively using another human being to jerk off. I felt shame after that. Like, oh, God, I shouldn't have fucked her. Like, like this this was a mistake. Like, as soon as you come. You're you're like, right, as soon
0: as you don't as have as, the yeah, desire to right. do it anymore. As soon
1: as like, you come, you're like, oh, no. Oh, no, no i got to hang
0: out like two or three more hours yeah. now.
1: No. No.
0: no.
1: <clears throat> I've been there, and that feels terrible. That feels really but bad. But by myself, just jerking off, no, I've never been ashamed.
0: Th- that's why I stopped ejaculating. Huh. Because I felt so bad afterwards <laughs> that, that that was like the only. Uh, do, you
1: ju- do you just have them be like, can you just stop? <laughs> well, no, because
0: like usually I'll have some sort of peak of energy that is perceptible. Oh, yeah. And a girl will be like, oh, did you come? And I'm like, yeah, sorta.
1: Sorta. Sorta. Hmm. Yeah, what's this? Uh, what's your. <laughs> You do tantric sex, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been tantric sex for like...
1: How do you get started? Like, What does that mean?
0: So it kind of started out with me realizing that my semen was like a reservoir of energy that I could either spend out the tip of my penis or draw from okay via like meditative practice all
1: right now i have a vasectomy so yeah. i haven't like actually ejaculated in years yeah do you think that that adds to energy or is it just not it's like the same thing
0: but you still create sperm
1: you yeah. still make you it you still
0: make it yeah i just but reabsorb when you absorb when when you shoot you don't
1: it none of it comes out I none just, of it comes out i just reabsorb it interesting that's like the best of both worlds it's like harvesting. Wait, the,
0: where do, where do they cut the tube?
1: Uh, in your in your sack.
0: In your sack.
1: They split you down the seam, and then they just like snip the vas deferment. The, the vas deferment. Yeah.
0: I, I bet. I bet you still spend it somehow. Because you still shoot something and whatever sort well, of... Well, mus- the
1: sugars and yeah. Yeah, the liquid and whatever but else. But
0: whatever sort of <clears throat> muscular force is, is ejaculating the sperm out, like it's still doing that. Like you're still pumping it and it goes they, to they, shoot it out the vas deferens and it probably just shoots into your...
1: I don't think so because they see, they see... like I think that would cause a problem internally. Like, couldn't they use this, like, heat scalpel to, like...
0: Yeah, to solder it shut. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Get your certificate in penile soldering. Yeah. Yeah. Rent and tech, they got a good program.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I am extremely pro-vasectomy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, no, I, uh... I've considered it myself, but, like, my biggest concern is, uh... What's that gonna do to, like, my tantric nervous okay. system oh sure yeah is it gonna damage it or not uh
1: right probably
0: not so you're, you, you're
1: using you're edging and using that as a meditative experience essentially is that, so is that the so i'm not
0: edging in the sense uh that i'm coming close to like a traditional orgasm where it's like i would ejaculate what i'm doing is kind of pumping my nervous system up my body so it's kind of like rhythmic breathing rhythmic muscle contraction uh rhythmic vocalizations and
1: like chanting
0: not like chanting but like if you ever done uh you know meditation sure breathing exercises uh yoga you kind of engage these like muscle-locking techniques. Okay. Where, you know, through, like, the diaphragms in your body, you pump the energy uh, in different directions in your body. Okay. And you can use that along with breathing, and, you know, you meditate and practice enough, and you kind of unlock other functions of your nervous system so that you can use it in ways that aren't accessible to people that haven't developed like that. Like what? Like, uh directing energy through your body uh, via muscle-locking, breathing exercises. And when you charge that up enough and in a certain way and you can let your mind kind of let go, you achieve these kind of ecstatic full-body orgasm states. And when you're with a partner who's kind of in tune in the same way, you both are generating that power and kind of circulating it between you and, you know, like, let's say I was having sex and I had a regular orgasm, uh, I would have to stop having sex. I would have ejaculated, i have a refractory period, my hormonal profile changes because, you know, I've ejaculated and my body has to do other things. And... You know, sometimes I can force myself to go again, but it's usually kind of a half-hearted attempt by that point, and I got to kind of sleep it off, and maybe I can go again the next day.
1: Oh, okay. Or I, you know,
0: I I can, but it feels like I've got to wait until I'm fully powered up again. But with the tantric orgasms, you know, you'll you'll have this kind of full-body orgasmic sensation, and then it just kind of stops. And the energy level goes down a little bit, you take a little rest, but then you can keep going. And you kind of build up to these like orgasmic energy plateaus and dip a little bit and then go up again to a higher plateau. And so you're able to kind of reach these uh, higher and higher states of you know pleasure, connection, uh, and yeah, you know, it, it conceivably is endless. But usually, you know, you get tired after a while just from all of the uh, aerobic exertion sure. of marathon sex.
1: What's, what, what's your time record? Nine hours. Nine hours?
0: Nine hours.
1: That, that's just
0: excessive. Well, no. So it was like... I mean... We were, we were in bed for nine hours. Okay. And probably had sex nine times. Sure. Or I, I made her come. Okay. It was either nine or 11 times. And nine, usually, she, I'd never forget. Yeah, uh, Usually, then, you know, she would take a break, I would take a break, we took a nap, maybe ate something, but we were just, you know, it wasn't like nine hours of continuous okay. penetration. Okay.
1: But we a, were kind of in an all-day the tantric, fuck fest. Yeah. Or,
0: or, uh, tantric orbit the whole time. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: And so then, you know, even after that, you know, you don't come and you're still kind of charged up and, uh, you know, engaged with your partner as opposed to, you know, after you come, you don't really feel as passionate about them.
1: Uh, depends on who it is, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, certainly, I could, but if it's just like a casual fuck friend, no, probably not.
0: Yeah. Well, and like, I feel...
1: <clears throat> Nine hours, though, jeez. There was a time in college when uh, I took, me and my girlfriend took uh, some really good liquid acid that was on oh, smart, yeah. uh, like, sweet tarts. That's the best. And, like, you know, they were they were heavy dropped, heavy dosed yeah, of, like, yeah. sweet tarts, and uh, we fucked for like seven, eight hours, and... A long... Fu- like, it was hard to believe. Like, we, we know what time we started. And then, like, when we were, like, kind of done, it was, like, we looked at the time. And we're, like, Wait, that can't be correct. Like, yeah. there's no... Like, it was... In- and, like, there was a lot of weird visuals. You know, it was, like, drug sex. It was yeah. a- oh, yeah. acid-intense drug sex. Like, we traversed the universe. And then we went to go watch Watchmen. And it was the the day after my first three-way. And so... It was like a great. It was a great. Yeah, that's day kind of the two. top
0: of the mountain right there.
1: But that was like the one and only time has been like, you know, I know what you, I, I I know what you, essentially what you're saying with like the you know, not continuous but just like an all day like it's like two three hours but nine hours that's like that's a marathon that is a marathon. Yeah.
0: It is. It was a literal marathon. Yeah. And. Uh, yeah, you know we. Had to eat a lot of food. Yeah, I bet. After that, yeah, yeah.
1: Did you make it or order out? I
0: think it was already made. There's leftovers. We didn't care at that point. Yeah. Just like anything. Mm. You ever uh, fuck with dick pills or Blue Chew? Sure. Blue Chew, please sponsor us.
1: Blue Chew, please. Sponsor. Please. Uh, no, I love Blue Chew. Yeah. Uh, I microdose it. Interesting. Uh, I don't. I mean, I, I have taken the whole pill. Yeah. Uh, I like Blue Chew over HIMS. I've tried both. Okay, okay. Uh,
0: and, and then the Blue Chew, is that the Viagra ingredient or the Cialis ingredient? Well, they have know?
1: they have both options. Okay. Uh, I go with the Viagra one, I think. Okay. <clears throat> the generic Viagra. Well, and, and,
0: and, and I assume that You don't have any trouble. No. No,
1: No, but it's it's just like, you know, performance-enhancing
0: drug. Right. Yeah, it's fucking
1: great. I I like to sport-fuck, and... Oh,
0: sport-fucking.
1: And why, like... I've been trying to write a bit about this, actually. Like, I'm not... I'm a little embarrassed to admit that I use blue chew, but not really. Like, I don't... I don't need it. Yeah. Like, I want it. And so... I like to fuck. I like to sport-fuck. And I want to hit a home run every time. like, But just because you take Blue Chew uh, doesn't mean you're going to be better at fucking. Like, you could still suck. Yeah, it just suck. means
0: you can suck longer um, at yeah, fucking.
1: Yeah, right. And, like, Sammy Sosa, you know, he still knows how to, like, swing a baseball bat yeah. to hit those fucking yeah, home runs. Yeah. Just because he's juicing a little bit just means that it gives people the show. Like, it's just... The show. So you what know?
0: you're saying is you're going to put an asterisk by your name in the Sexual Hall of Fame. I don't care. You're juicing.
1: Sure. I'm, yeah. No, I'm definitely juicing. But I, <clears throat> I, don't, I, they, I, I like Blue Chew more than hymns because hymns gives you, for me, whatever they were giving me was like three tiny pills. Yeah. And so I would do one and a half of those. Yeah. And that was great. I probably could have just done one.
0: That was Blue Chew or Hems? That was Hems. Yeah.
1: Blue Chew, they just give you one pill. Yeah. It's bigger. It's blue. And,
0: and you chew it. It's
1: chewable. And it tastes kind of like ras- like blue raspberry a little bit. Oh, I love that. <clears throat> I'd love and, to get
0: that in like a blue raspberry Slurpee. Sure. Boner pill Slurpee. That would be... Yeah. Probably my ideal delivery method.
1: And it's great. and But I just usually take like take half just like i do like a quarter of it half of it just like a little nibble just a little nibble just to give me that like mental confidence and uh just cork in the bat you know there's no like it's just cork in the bat it's it's i want to i want to aim for the bleachers
0: uh in terms of texture what gum would you say it's closest to is it like uh, a bazooka? Is it a hard oh, brick that you can barely chew? Or no, like a hubba
1: It's like...
0: Juicy fruit.
1: No, none of the above. Ah. It's, it's like a... smarty. Like a big Smartie? Like a big, like a smartie. Sm- like a okay, big okay. smartie. Yeah. So it's you don't a, really chew it? No, it's a little bit more chewable than a Smartie. Okay. A little bit more pl- so kind of
0: like a sweet tart.
1: More like a sweet tart. More like tart. a sweet tart. Yeah. But still a little bit more chewy
0: i was hoping for like big league chew <laughs> it's just a pouch
1: yeah they do send it in pouches uh and no i'm a i'm a fan you're not you don't use it uh i never have never have never man. have
0: and uh i mean it's
1: basically free yeah it's basically free and you know for most people i don't you don't have to take the whole pill just yeah. like just take a little bit just like just get that that little bit of edge,
0: a little pep in your step, a little pep in your step, a little your step. in your pants. Yeah. Okay. Well, then maybe give it a try. Uh, my girlfriend hurt her leg, so maybe now I can hurt her back also by yeah fucking her with uh, an enchanted penis.
1: Yeah, I mean when I got I started using it when after my second divorce mm-hmm. and I was like I'm depressed, but I want to fuck and yeah. I want to just like not have to think and. Uh, you know, I just, everybody was like, oh, this is great. Like, this is just amazing. Does that help you get over your depression? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's the best. <clears throat> Works and, really well. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is prepared material. This is a bit I have, but, like, uh, you know, boner pills are not a replacement for antidepressants, but they will help you fill a void. Uh yeah, I. Blue Chew, please sponsor us. Blue
0: Chew, please sponsor us. I, we'll say anything about your fine line of products.
1: Yeah, whatever. Like, I'm a fan, big fan.
0: Uh, we will. Take Blue Chew on air. Sure.
1: <clears throat> if you take you a know. whole pill, uh, you kind of get like a flush. You can feel it come on. It's like taking like a, a small amount of niacin. Oh, I love a good
0: niacin I, flush. I
1: love a good niacin flush.
0: I was doing the. Uh, I was microdosing for about. Four to six months, and I was doing the Stamets stack.
1: Okay, what's that? I mean, I know who Paul Stamets is. Paul Stamets.
0: He's a a famous mycologist, and he recommended this protocol for, uh, what is it? Optimizing your your microdosing experience. Okay. So it was uh, psychedelic mushrooms. It was lion's mane mushroom.
1: Love lion's mane. Oh,
0: and the combination of the two, like one of it grows novel nervous tissue and the other one is like uh supplies you with the reservoir of material that you need to build nervous tissue
1: oh interesting yeah
0: yeah i was using it to help recover from uh, whiplash and concussion that i had worked pretty well Hmm. and then you take the niacin and niacin uh it gives you a flush you know your skin turns red and that's your blood coming you know into all of your tissue just being forced in and when you do that, it takes the, the mushroomy blood out of just your central nervous system, where it likes to live, and flushes it into oh. all of your body tissues. So, like, oh. uh, mixed martial arts fighters, they like to <clears throat> do it, and it helps them be better at, you know, being in their body while they beat another man senseless.
1: Um, the, oh, the, that the stamina stack?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, notoriously popular. <laughs> amongst grapplers
1: interesting they like yeah, yeah microdose tri- like, I guess you could like yeah that makes sense just mm-hmm. like more focus and just like yeah like I could see that yeah for me I love taking mushrooms or uh, acid and going roller skating like that's how I got to be better at roller skating I was sure. just like feel my body more and just like, mm-hmm. like oh okay I can I can do this axle I can do this like thing I can you know what I mean
0: well, you, you you jump off the rails of, like, the established lines of thinking in your brain, and... Uh,
1: I just, I could understand you know. how to move exactly. my, move my body in new ways. Exactly. Man, it's good stuff. Yeah.
0: I was doing it, like, uh, five days a week. So, I don't know, I feel different than I did before.
1: What was the dosage <sighs> of uh, what was the dosage of the mushrooms?
0: The psychedelic mushrooms. I don't know exactly how many like milligrams it was, but, uh, I believe it, I believe it was, uh, 0. 0.2 or 0. 0.3 grams of mushroom. Okay. Yeah. Cause the guy that, uh, I was getting them from, he grew them and you know, it was a, Mycological scientist, not just some shady fly-by-night mushroom organization. He was saying uh, you need to take about one tenth of the amount needed to make you trip <clears throat> to microdose. Okay. Yeah.
1: To microdose. It was it was loud. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's cool. I don't know. I've never like I've my, I've I have i i do not know. I've never been a micro doser. Like I don't even really know. I don't know. I've I've always been like just like a full tilt kind of like if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. But like I see, I know the benefits. I understand the benefits and stuff. Uh,
0: How often do you take these macro doses? How often are you tripping?
1: Uh, over COVID. Pretty much, like, for three or four months, I was doing it every other weekend.
0: Okay. Uh,
1: almost, or, yeah, like, every other weekend.
0: And was that mostly mushrooms or acid?
1: Mostly acid. Yeah, it's a... Over COVID, over this, over the summer of 2020, uh, no, 2019, what year is it now? 2021. 2021, so it's 2020. Okay. Yeah, 2020, uh... Over the summer of 2020, I probably did a sheet of acid.
0: So 100, Uh, 100 acids or 40 acids.
1: 100. 100 acids. Yes, I thought.
0: And how much would you take in your usual dose? One or two. One or two.
1: Yeah.
0: And do you feel like you developed any sort of uh, resistance to Uh,
1: it? I mean, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just became very you know my, like you wouldn't know if I took it like I could yeah. just I could be tripping pretty hard and like you wouldn't know
0: yeah you just maintain at the normal levels right been, that, that was your normal level
1: it, it was I mean it was fun it was fine I haven't really done it that much since then because uh, I don't know just haven't wanted to as much I guess yeah yeah but uh, do
0: you feel like you've gotten anything out of all that tripping
1: better at roller skating. Hey, uh, that's
0: that's tangible results.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, not really, maybe. I don't know. Just, like, more introspection, maybe. Mm-hmm, Just, mm-hmm. like, subtle learned things about myself that it would be hard to, like, articulate necessarily, but uh, I don't know. It's been a little while since I've done, done anything, though. I, I mean, on Halloween... I took some acid, but it was, like, it's the last acid I've bought for a while, and... It, that, was,
0: that was, like, eight days ago. Yeah. Yeah, it was... But, it's a long time.
1: But it was, like, super weak. Oh. It was just, like, it was, like, it was, I took three hits, and it was, like, I was microdosing, And basically, all it really did was give me, like, a little bit of visual distortion mm-hmm. uh, sporadically, and it mostly just kept me up really late. Like, it was like, I couldn't go to sleep. It was, yeah, yeah. it was that kind of trip. I was like, come on, just like...
0: You're just waiting to get off, and it never happens. Yeah. And then you're just hyped up.
1: And then your brain is just, yeah. like, amped up. Yeah, know? yeah. I mean, it was fine. <clears throat> it was fun, but the acid, that, that acid is particularly weak and not good.
0: Didn't inspire you to go out and do it a bunch more.
1: Yeah, I've been sitting on that stuff for a while, and,
0: uh... Did it get I, old, you think? Does that is that something that acid does?
1: I mean, it can. I keep it in the freezer, ah. and that's, like, the way to store, store it, because <clears throat> it is a delicate molecule, and heat will fuck it up. So, I, I ordered it in the beginning of the summer, and I'm thinking I had it mailed to me, <laughs> and I'm thinking that maybe, like, in the process of mailing it, like, it sat in my mailbox and got hot. Or
0: someone's <clears throat> mailbox. could have been anywhere from where it came from.
1: Yeah. I mean, who knows? Like for but for whatever reason, it was pretty weak stuff, and uh so I don't really know if I count it. I mean I guess I do, but uh, <laughs> it was barely noticeable but I think I'm on like a little hiatus now I'll just like let my brain yeah re I should get back on the lion's mane i do i do f- I like the way I feel when I take a lions mane. yeah,
0: yeah no when you take a supplement you want to uh you want to feel different yeah you want to feel like it's doing something.
1: Yeah, I want to feel different. Actually, I've, I haven't really been taking any of my supplements that my of my normal regime, and like, I need to get back on that. I usually take maca, DHEA, L-arginine, a multivitamin, vitamin D, and sometimes St. John's Wort, and sometimes lion's mane if I'm feeling fancy. <laughs> but I mean, damn, like. All those fucking vitamins add up, though. Like, that is, like, yeah. that is an expensive trip to super vitamin.
0: It's an expensive trip, and uh, I don't like to take that many pills. I don't mind that. Yeah, pill. like, that that kind of <laughs> turns my stomach a little bit to take that many. I feel like maybe they get in each other's way. Okay. Yeah.
1: I mean, I guess, like, realistic, like, I don't, I mean, I don't know how real this is or whatever, but, like, you should, like, take different vitamins throughout the day to, sure. like... Give you different boosts or whatever. I would rather just eat a handful of pills in the morning and, like, be fine just with put it. Just put them in your cereal? Yeah. Yeah. Just down the hatch, a cup of coffee, pills. Oh, you
0: right? Your stomach's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing?
1: Yeah. you gets used to it. No, I would never take pills, like, on an empty stomach, though. Like, that's, that's, like, a sure way to feel crazy. Just, like, feel it like garbage.
0: Uh love feeling like garbage
1: I try to avoid it at all costs
0: Feeling like garbage or Yeah Taking like, pills on an empty stomach
1: Well both I guess Yeah I, I try and avoid feeling like garbage at all costs hmm? It's usually It's usually why like I don't I don't know I'm not much of a drinker I'm Just I don't It's not worth it to me
0: Uh What What do you do dietarily in the morning? To make sure that you go through your day appropriately fueled, not feeling like garbage.
1: Uh, I like a meal replacement shake usually. Okay. It depends on how much time I give myself. I, I, but my normal routine is a meal replacement shake, and then I bring with me to work some fruit. You know, okay. okay. Lately, I've been eating a lot of Asian pears because they're in season. I got some really delicious asian pears at uh the farmer's market
0: how's the texture
1: oh great great oh they're so good yeah
0: bad texture can ruin a pear it's, it can yeah, yeah. really easily the asian pear
1: they're, oh yeah yeah the oh. window
0: is so small for that tasting right
1: yeah uh i'm a big fan and yes yeah, so I, I take a piece of fruit and then some sort of Bar form of nutrition. Sure, uh, I like the RX bars a lot. It's a decent bar. Yeah, the dark chocolate sea salt. That's like I've been eating those like every day for breakfast for I don't know, month like at least seven or eight months. Yeah, if not longer. Like I, I like can I, I'm I don't care like I obviously like food and yeah. I like. I enjoy it, but also, like, I don't care about breakfast that much. Right, right. And I just want fuel. So, like, I just want... I don't want to think about eating. Like, I just want to be able to drink a thing and that's going to fill me up and then, like... And go. And go. And then just, like, nibble on a piece of fruit and like, a bar. Like, I like eating the bar while drinking my coffee or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like...
0: Well, and if... If you just like to get up and go... Uh, putting too big of a meal or hot food in your stomach, that's going to slow you down. Right. Just having some fruit in the bar and a coffee, you're fucking zipping up, man. Right. Yeah. Uh,
1: I I love frozen waffles, though. Okay. Uh, I do love frozen waffles. They make some pretty good gluten-free frozen waffles now that I will... I consider one box to be a single serving, like six... Waffles, yeah. Like at a go.
0: You put anything on them, or just raw dog those waffles?
1: Oh, butter and butter, uh, butter and I put the butter on uh before I put them in the oven, oh. so the butter seeps into the waffle. So like part yeah, of it yeah. gets crispy, but then there's like the sweet, soft, buttery, yeah, middle. You don't want to be
0: eating solid butter on your waffle. No, yeah. You
1: put them on while you're cooking them, and it like bakes into the waffle. And then I cook, I put them, I get them a little extra crispy. And then real maple syrup, none of the fake shit. Real maple syrup.
0: Yeah, like salted or unsalted butter? Salted. Salted.
1: Specifically okay. Kerrygold. That's my butter.
0: That's a fine butter.
1: Yeah. It's a little pricey, but uh, at the local Fred Meyers I go to, it's usually on sale, and I am a member.
0: Now well, we're in the presence of royalty here. Yeah. A member of the Fred Meyer family.
1: Yeah. Uh it's in, you know, uh, I'll rep Fred Meyer. It makes a difference to be a part of the Fred Meyer family. Like, oh yeah, I save $15, $20 at, at, least. at least every trip. Yeah, like,
0: Well, because you only buy the stuff that's on sale.
1: Not necessarily, that's the way you do it. but yes. Majority. But also, like, it just seems like a lot of the shit that I want to buy is, like, on sale. Like, oat milk is, like, almost always on sale. Uh carry gold butters almost always on sale I was just there and they were having like a huge sale like everything was on sale yeah it was nuts Fred yellow Me-
0: yellow tags as far as the eye can see
1: Fred Meyer sponsor this podcast love love a good Fred Meyer
0: Fred Meyer uh, any of the brands in the Kroger family of brands we will do and say anything you want us to do for money absolutely uh, big fan we're ready to sell out
1: I like Kroger brand I buy Kroger brand things and I'm like this like I I uh, my other choice for breakfast is usually uh, oatmeal, like a big bowl of oatmeal, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I, I won't fuck with oatmeal if it doesn't have raisins in it, and I like Kroger brand raisins. They're there you qu- go. They're quality raisins. Kroger
0: brand uh, raisins into Kroger brand oatmeal.
1: It is Kroger brand oatmeal. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on I'm, I'm the store brand tip, and uh, I like Kroger. They got good shit.
0: I'm looking at picking up a Kroger brand Shetland pony to take home to the kids.
1: There you go. This they got weekend. them. They got them. Fred Meyer has every has everything. Like back in Maine, back in the East Coast, I was not aware of like a full grocery store slash automotive slash department store. Like you can go to Fred Meyer and buy new tires, a nice steak dinner, and a cool outfit all at the same place.
0: You're ready for date night.
1: You're ready for date night.
0: Date loves tires. Uh, didn't they have like a like a super Target or like Walmart up in Maine? Maybe not. I don't really know if that penetrated that deep into the wilderness.
1: Uh, there might have been a super Walmart, but mm-hmm. I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, that that didn't come around until we were like what mid mid teens, late twenties. Yeah, but that kind of like super center. Yeah, but
1: I've only I've only been to like the Walmart super centers in the south. Yeah, uh, where it's like you have a ta- like you have a town, and a Walmart supercenter moves in and just shuts down every business in town yeah. because now they sell everything, and you that
0: becomes Main Street. Right,
1: you only have to go to like one store to get everything.
0: Well, but then, you know, if that moves in, there's definitely going to be a uh, new growth of chains like Applebee's or Buffalo Wild Wings popping up around those oh, big right. yeah, yeah, yeah. strip mall centers. Right. Yeah.
1: You're going to get a uh, Shake Shack over there. Eh, that might be a little fancy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I went to a Walmart Supercenter in Kentucky once, and there was a Shake Shack, and I had never seen Shake Shack before, and there was, like, a line <clears throat> of like souped up pickup trucks all you know, everybody's on date night and their oh, yeah. their big ass pickup trucks go into Shake Shack for date night and did
0: any of them have big American flags undoubtedly. coming out of their truck or uh, yeah, like the don't tread on me flag?
1: Yeah, undoubtedly. This was still this was still back in Obama's tenure. Ah. So it wasn't quite there yet. But they probably had the inklings of that. The beginning yeah feelings of that.
0: They were mad at the Libs, but they didn't have Trump to come along and really empower them.
1: Right. Ah,
0: well. All in good time.
1: That's pretty fun. What else we got?
0: What else we got? What other
1: topics uh, I'm excited for your mic tonight. I, I think this might be the first and last. The first and last. The first last. and last. Why do you think it's going to be the last?
0: There's not really good places to sit. Okay. There is gonna be so much competition. So the comics are gonna to have to talk over the pinball games, the air hockey game.
1: Which is I mean the how loud can an air hockey game be? It's like whoosh, whoosh,
0: whoosh. No, it's not the it's not the whooshing, it's the hitting.
1: Oh yeah, the clacks.
0: Very loud <laughs> clacks. Uh And then additionally the pool table is right in front of where people are gonna be doing comedy. Okay. And you know how much people playing pool love to have their game
1: Be distracted be
0: distracted by people talking about their penises. Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
1: Have you got stool humping. How many confirmed people do you have coming out, do you know?
0: Including comics or civilians? Well, no,
1: just comics. Just
0: comics. Uh, I think I got like four or five confirmed comedians. Uh, But I I, I bet I'll I'll have some more people coming out. We'll see. I, I, I don't think I'll be surprised by who shows up to a mic that I started. Right. Yeah.
1: Are you expecting any female comedians to show up? No, yeah.
0: No, I don't think that any female comics will be there. Um, but I don't think that there is tentative about a mic that I'm producing, uh, as say, you know, if Judson or Banning, sure, was producing a mic, right? Yeah. Uh.
1: Well, hopefully, hopefully, we get a you get a uh, wide range of people coming out. I don't know. I was hanging out with Todd today, Todd Kirkwood, if you sure. listening, and he was saying how he went in there a while ago, and was just like, oh, it's like this weird mishmash of like someone's basement and a yard sale, and then there's like pinball games, and just the aesthetic in there is really cool, and that it would be like a great place to hang out after a comedy, and so he was excited for it.
0: Yeah, he's going to be doing a little bit longer set. Oh, okay. I gave him a little drop-in whenever right. he wants. Okay. Um so it's the ice box it used to be an ice manufacturing warehouse okay so it literally was an ice box and uh, yeah it just looks like a warehouse full of arcade and pinball games and yeah it's fun to hang out
1: well i'm excited for it I'm excited, excited to check for it, for it out new sunday mic. if you're in seattle you know maybe the, there, maybe this won't be the last one uh Maybe it'll go so well that it'll get a high score.
0: The grand champion of open mics. How's your leather jacket hunt coming?
1: Uh, fine. I I I, <laughs> I, I looked at it again on the website. and I'm like, yeah, okay. And then like I saw a couple cool like, a couple guys that I think. Well you'll say, okay, he's wearing one, he doesn't look like a douchebag. Yeah.
0: Uh, but then you probably saw guys wearing them that did look like douchebags uh, also. It's
1: always guys that wear them that you see you know, you see what you want to see. And I'm looking for the douchebag look. And I think I just have to accept and admit to myself I am not a douchebag, so therefore it will not look like a douchebag jacket on me.
0: Have you ever been concerned that maybe you were in fact a douchebag? Or we're behaving akin to a douchebag.
1: Okay. I I mean I've definitely behaved like a douchebag before. Sure. But I've never dressed like a douchebag. You know okay. what I mean? Like there's there's a difference, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I think I can I think I could pull it off. I think I can pull off so I was checking it out again. Uh
0: How's the collar? What's, what's, what's the style
1: of the collar on this leather jacket? It's low and tight. Low and tight? But no buckle. No know, buckle. No, no fucking stupid... You don't, need, you don't need a buckle. On your collar, get real. Oh, come on. Yeah. Never use that. It's just, it's just like a dangly bullshit. Like, I don't know, way too much.
0: Something that gets caught in a press.
1: Yeah. It's it's a tight... You know, I'm going to spend the extra $35 to have it custom made to my, my own measurements. hmm Uh, because I don't, I I looked at their measurement chart again and I was like, I don't think i really fit anywhere in here. Like, uh, I have big shoulders and like not a, but my waist doesn't match. And so I was like, I I want this to be like a, I want this to look good. I don't want it to be like bouncy and tight in weird places or too tight, you know, like I don't want a too tight or too loose jacket. I want it to be perfect. So I'm going to like. Give them my measurements and just, like, I just have to maintain this particular form for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah, that seems
1: doable. It seems pretty doable. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've basically been this my entire life. So, if I keep working out and roller skating, mm-hmm. I feel like I can do it.
0: Uh, I just ordered a jacket last week. Leather? Uh, fabric? Okay. Yeah. Maybe, like, uh, twill and corduroy. Okay. I think those are... Materials.
1: Those are materials.
0: Um, but I ran into the same problem. I could either get a jacket that fit me in the shoulders and was very big in the torso, or that would fit my torso, and I'd just be constricted in the shoulders.
1: So you had a, did you have it custom made?
0: No, no, I just ordered the one that was going to fit me in the shoulders. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I just got to get fat now. Yeah. Yeah, that's I mean, my plan is to change sizes.
1: A fit to the jacket.
0: <clears throat> yes, mold exactly.
1: yourself to the new jacket.
0: I mean, the jacket can't change shapes. you know, I can get bigger or smaller depending on well
1: uh, well, with leather jackets, they do change shapes. I didn't know that really, like
0: like a transformer
1: mm, it's no. gonna turn from
0: a leather jacket into like an attack helicopter
1: i well that would be awesome
0: that'd be pretty cool yeah. but
1: uh they fit they mold to your body, so if you buy a second hand mm. leather jacket, like it's already been molded to someone else's body. So when you buy a new leather jacket, it's going to take, like, three months, according to them, to break it in.
0: Mm
1: hmm But then once it's broken in, it's just, like, it just fits you. You know what I mean? It's just, like... It's
0: your leather jacket. It's
1: your leather jacket. It's, like, a second skin. A
0: symbiotic entity.
1: Yeah. And honestly, there's a lot of cool shit in the Marvel Universe, but if, realistically, they were, like, do you want the Venom symbiote or any of the superpowers, I would probably go with the Venom symbiote because it just seemed like the coolest. You'd never be
0: lonely again. Never be lonely just again. always hanging out.
1: I would totally feed at people, no problem. Yeah. Uh, and I would also stop crimes. And and
0: you could also grow as many dicks as you needed.
1: You could do whatever. It's just like, regardless yes, of the being, situation, being Magneto would be amazing. Yes, being Nightcrawler would be amazing. But with the Venom symbiote, you can kind of do anything. I don't want to go too far into nerd chat, but...
0: Yeah, we, we, we could go there. Yeah. But we'll, Mi- we'll save it for the uh, for the Patreon.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nerd chat on the Patreon. Uh, but Venom's so cool. Venom, Venom is my dude.
0: Somebody's going to be so disappointed we didn't go into the nerd chat.
1: Yeah, well, they can write an email and say, start that Patreon. I would pay for it. Yeah, just
0: they can just check out the subreddit. We'll see.
1: Yeah. Uh, before we kind of, like, wrap it up or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I went to a... I worked at a furry party last mm. night. And uh, I, I didn't know anything about it. You know, like, I was just working at a venue here in Seattle. They uh, rendezvous on 2nd Avenue. And, uh... It was fun. They were a very friendly group of people. Mm-hmm. Uh it was a gay furry meetup, so it was okay. like ninety seven percent men. And uh there were some women.
0: That doesn't sound much different than like a normal furry meetup. Sure, uh, I yeah. would
1: I would I would have assumed, yeah. Uh some of the costumes I don't know if that's a derogatory term, but some of the fursuits mm-hmm. were uh very elaborate some were very not elaborate there was like a wide range of people what was it
0: all fursuits or did you also have people with like ear headband and tail butt it was plug? the
1: full spectrum it was the full gamut
0: okay okay
1: uh there's one guy who he looked like a 1940s private detective but he had a fox tail and a fox mask and I was like okay you're like a pi fox like yeah. I can conceptually, this makes sense to me. Like, I understand what you're going for. The straight up, like, fursuit cartoon characters, I'm like, I don't understand, like, where this fits in or, like, what the fuck this is. I'm not knocking it, not, not, uh, shaming anybody, not, you know, whatever. They were all very nice. It was a fun time. I had a great time. And I felt like I was learning a lot. But, like, do I get it? Not even a fucking little, like, I don't. Under, like
0: Car- cartoon characters are too sexy man so like think about being like
1: i've never five off to ten
0: to, year old Jack life to but cartoon. you thought like a cartoon animal was probably kind of hot
1: i mean i guess like jessica rabbit right she wasn't an animal though. she wasn't an animal though
0: like uh who could it be uh gadget from rescue rangers or uh, made Marion from the animated. I, uh, I was too
1: young. I don't think I ever thought of him in a sexual way.
0: Like, okay, but somebody did. Okay, somebody did, and then crystallized their whole sexual identity around that. And like you know, let's say a hundred years ago, that wasn't even a thing. Or fifty years ago somebody would see like a hot animal, but then they didn't have a whole internet of people making Rule Thirty Four content for Made Mary and the Fox from Robin Hood. Right. But these kids, you know, they had their sexual awakening and they could jerk off to hot animal cartoons.
1: Well, there's a there's was... and
0: some of it from even there make the next jump to commissioning these fursuits so they can have sex as this animal. Right. Yeah.
1: Uh, it seemed very difficult to have sex in the suits like none of them seemed to have like removable crotch areas so yeah. I, don't, I don't know how that works uh, I don't want to know how that works yeah
0: eh, I kind of want to know how that works
1: I would yeah Yeah. there was one the most interesting costume in my opinion that was there was this she, this woman uh this young woman mm-hmm. she had a full furry like dragon costume okay like it Like an antlered dragon thing. Did she have
0: wings and a tail?
1: There was wings and a tail. Okay. And antlers. And antlers. It was like very confusing. But beyond all of that, like whatever the fuck that thing is, uh, she had huge huge cartoonish furry tits. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, with bright yellow human-like nipples on them. Sure. Just walking around like that. And I was like, this is the most interesting costume. Like, you're just, like, look Like, no one else is outwardly, like, sexualizing themselves. Like, there's no, like, dudes with, like, fake dog dicks walking around. Like, it was... But Antler
0: Tit Dragon, she was...
1: Popping her tits out. Mm. I was amazed by it. I was like, what? Like, this is, like, the... Like, not crazy is the right word, but, like, this is the most interesting costume. The best production
0: value. For sure. Yeah.
1: Uh, and there was, like, a guy, he had, like, a, he looked like a, I don't know, an office manager dog. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was, like, that was his vibe. Like, uh, I don't know. It was, it was really interesting. Like, there was a lot of just full-on fursuit people, but.
0: Did it get you thinking about your fursana?
1: Not really. It's really hard for me to even get into that headspace because, like, it's just so not anything I would think of. Uh, A raccoon maybe I I, I, I would consider a raccoon maybe I think one guy was A raccoon He was either a raccoon or a wolverine Yeah some sort of
0: badger Yeah and I
1: I feel like it was more of a raccoon Because that's more popular Sure And a wolverine is a weird choice But it looked kind of wolverine like And the colors were wolverine like And I was like alright that's an odd choice But I like it
0: Do you think that you would get In trouble if you showed up to a furry event like that, uh, doing some sort of, like, Thomas the Tank Engine cosplay.
1: Like you're a train? Yeah,
0: like that's your kind of fursana, but it's not an animal, it's an anthropomorphic train. I'm sure
1: that there's a Transformer furry crossover meetup, and they might just direct you in that way, uh... I'm sure that there's some sort of mechanical furry world of some sort. I didn't see any. These were all or, organic. Sure, like, sure. Creatures. Mm. Uh. But it was the, the the yellow nipple dragon and the private eye fox are the two that stick out the most to me. So, I
0: So so you were serving them drinks and cleaning up.
1: Essentially, yeah. yeah. How
0: how were they drinking? were they taking their heads off to drink or did they have some sort of not, a I mean
1: not everybody was like a was, spout. Not everybody was in a full costume. Okay. Some people just had on like masks, like like covid masks that had like animal faces on it. And uh, I would say it was about 25% of the crowd that had on like you know
0: what you would consider a fur suit.
1: Yeah. Or some sort of inhibiting costume from drinking, but mm-hmm. most people were you know, you could just drink normally or whatever. But I did see some people to take their heads off and, like, sip a drink or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're breaking that fourth wall. Yeah. Third wall.
1: I don't know. I mean, it was... Some people just had on, like, rubber dog masks, you know, and that was good Just
0: enough. a t-shirt with a picture of a horse on
1: it. There was a guy with that, yeah. Yeah. Uh... It's just, it's, it's really interesting to me that, one, these people all collectively, collectively like the same, th- it's such a weird, like, it is weird, it's a weird niche thing to like, but it's heartwarming that these, these men were able to find a group of other, like, like it's not only is it furry, but mm-hmm. it's like gay furry, which is like even more niche and it's like good for them. I guess what I, I'm saying I, I, is like I, th- good I think for them.
0: that dudes are going to be way more likely to be a furry to do this, and just oh. gay ga- gay guys in general are going to be kinkier for sure than like straight guys, or maybe just more open to exploring that kind of thing for sure. Because how open the community is, and straight dudes, you know, we just got to fuck chicks. Yeah, like most of us just get we rise up to the level of fucking chicks and don't get any kinkier than that.
1: Right. You just kind of delve into some variation inside of that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need to, like, dress up like anything to get off. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much these guys do. Like, I don't, like, I'm, I'm intrigued by it because, like, good for them for having community mm-hmm. and, like, hanging out and, uh, you know, being a part of this very vibrant scene. But, like, what do you, like, this was, like, a a... They don't meet up like this Every weekend, They don't meet up like this every month. Like, this is, like, a special event. So, like, what do you do when you're a furry and, like, you're not hanging out with your furry pals, like, at the meetup? You're just, like, chilling in your house in your fursuit? Sure.
0: Absolutely. It's like a leather jacket. You gotta break it in.
1: You gotta break it in.
0: Gotta break it in. And there's probably, like...
1: And then, like, how do you clean them? Do you go to... Are there, like, specialized dry cleaners? Furry dry cleaners. Like, they know, like...
0: You bring it around to the alley, you know, very discreet.
1: Or, like, man, what a business to get into. Like, you are a furry and you're a dry cleaner. You could probably... Corner the market. You could probably have, like, yeah, after a big event or something, like, bring... Yeah, after a big event, just, like, have some sort of dry cleaning service.
0: Oh, and then just be so terrible, you know, you drop off your uh, neon green wolf's head and get back someone's bright yellow panda.
1: Right, that's you not know? you. That's not me. Yeah, who the fuck is this? Right, you take yeah. it
0: to a normal dry cleaner, they don't even know. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's just such a... I mean, humans are so intense, or just, like, <laughs> so... There's... It's, it's incredible. It's just, like... Is we will fuck anything. And or like Some of us will fuck anything. M- mentally fuck anything. I wonder if there's any like cosplaying people that dress up like treants and just like fuck like that. Or like they like just form a forest, you know? I mean
0: I think those people probably just go out and have orgies in the woods. Yeah. And like the dirt and roll around in mud and they're you know, fucking Then they get infections in their vagina and penis from rolling around in the mud and fucking.
1: God bless them. Yeah,
0: you know. Someone's got to get those infections.
1: What would your fursona be? My fursona?
0: Be like a sloth. Okay. Yeah. Just sit there.
1: Yeah, that would be fun. That would be
0: fun. I could just, like, position the costume in a corner and leave.
1: Yeah, yeah, and no one would know, and I
0: would be in character.
1: There's a lot of wolves or like dog like yeah foxes, foxes, yeah. dogs, wolves. Uh, I don't understand what that's about. I don't know why you pick that. There's like a whole world of animals to pick from, but you want to be like a dog or fox. Or well, one. I
0: mean, dogs and sex are inextricably linked. Is that true? Yeah, doggy style. Sure, dogging. Sure. Raw dog, dog in game. it? Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, no, I see your point. Yeah, yeah. A point.
0: Pup play is a yeah. whole separate subgenre of kink.
1: There was some of that last night.
0: Yeah, like the leather yeah. hound masks. There's a lot of that. Yeah. Oh, I bet. Uh,
1: There's some yipping on the floor that was going on. Mm. A lot of belly rubs and chest scratching going okay, on. Okay, okay. Uh, it was an enlightening night. It was... I enjoyed it. Uh... Very friendly group of people.
0: How many people do you think were wearing COVID masks in their uh, furry hopefully, heads? Ho-
1: honestly, hopefully none. Hopefully none. I I, back, I, I was doing door. I checked everybody's vaccine card. Yeah. Checked everybody's ID. Mm-hmm. And I think we're good to go.
0: I, I double mask inside of my furry head. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm not taking any chances.
1: Isn't that like... Wouldn't that just... Like when the double masking came out, I was like, okay, but like, I mean, couldn't you like?
0: That would ostensibly be triple masking, right? Because I'm already wearing that head. But the thing is, but like, couldn't
1: you like quadruple mask? Wouldn't that be even more effective than like octuple mask? And that would be even more like. Are you
0: telling me you're not octuple masking right now?
1: I'm just saying, like, where do, do you want
0: to kill grandma?
1: Like, where again? where does it stop? Like, where do the like. Where? How many masks does does it take? Like, 20 masks? Is that unreasonable? Like then, it's masks
0: all the way down, Slattery. That's what I'm saying. Yeah.
1: Once they said two masks, I'm like, okay, well... No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just not going to do that. Yeah. And then you started getting the people virtue signaling by wearing, like, two different colored masks. So they yeah, were, so you know. So you could know that they were wearing two masks. Like, no, I'm more considerate than you are.
0: I mean... Any person around can just assume that they're more considerate than I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very low bar to clear.
1: Remember in the early days of the pandemic and there was all those people that were, like, wearing, like, lace masks as, like, like, no, I'm still wearing a mask. See, it's just sheer. It's just, I can breathe, through, but it's still, like... The pettiness the pettiness of humans and the petty, and the willing to fuck weird things like it's just so this is what moves culture, pettiness and the wanting to fuck something
0: one or the other or both yeah, I, I like the idea of a lace mask that sounds sexy, yeah, it's like lingerie I
1: was and maybe I'm just not in the right circles, maybe I'm just not tuned into this world, but like I was somewhat surprised that there wasn't more talk about people like COVID boosted OnlyFans in a significant way. Sure. So I'm surprised that it didn't hit the cultural zeitgeist that you could go on OnlyFans and find a person to buy from and she would sew like the crotch of her pant like use panties into a mask so you could just walk around huffing pussy all day and no one would know like that's where my brain went like why aren't people like huffing used underwear in public is that's like an extra level of kink that no one would know
0: well and that's why the japanese were so successful at battling covid in the early days is because you could go to a vending machine and just buy used women's panties to put on your face right yeah they were already doing that in huge numbers so covid couldn't get any purchase
1: To be a woman in Japan and just like, you know, like that, like, just wear underwear and make money, ca- yeah, like passively. Easy. Like, You're
0: already doing it.
1: Right. And then like, you just have to like turn it in somewhere and then like. Well, no, there's another slot
0: on their vending machines. So, like there's the dollar slot and then they have uh, a candy slot where you just feed it in. Yeah, and it spits and it money stocks out. stocks the yeah. vending machine. Yeah.
1: It huh. gives
0: you. But like, I never heard about,
1: I never heard one person talk about like in any way about you know walking around with used panties and your mask as a way to like you know like extra kinky like like i
0: know what i'm getting you for your birthday then
1: yeah okay thank you use
0: panties masks
1: yeah i mean i would be i I would want to know who it came from i guess okay You, you know or like have a picture would
0: you accept a lie about that. See, that's...
1: that. I mean, maybe. Okay. But, like, I, I don't know. See, like I'm not into that normally. Like, I'm not into, like, smelling... So stre- you
0: would want it to be from someone you were attracted to? That would help. At least. That would be nice. Bare minimum.
1: I mean, have I smelled women's underwear surreptitiously? Yes. Yes. For sure. But I knew that person. Sure. You know what I you mean? You had
0: already smelled their vagina. I know. So no, 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 no. No. This was
1: just, like... I was in somebody's room for whatever reason. They left the room and like there's underwear on the floor. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smell
0: Let's that. Take a sniff. How to smell? Usually very good. Usually very good. But it's
1: like the I know this person. Yeah. And we're not gonna fuck. Like this is like you know whatever. And it's so like uh, we're working on a school project. We're wor- if, you,
0: if you if you had to rate that on like a one to ten on a scale of creepiness, where would you, where would you put that?
1: That's probably practice. about
0: a five. About a five.
1: Yeah, that's about it. It's on the scale. Of, Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: But like, no harm, no foul, right? Like, sure, sure. I mean, like, who, can, who, re, like? It's a victimless crime. It's a victimless crime. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's, it's the, it's a doing a whippet. It's, it's on, in the scale of like, where's whippets on the drug spectrum? About a five. About a five. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, you know, it's a drug, but it's, it's not that. Not, not much really, of a drug. Not much of a drug. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like nobody, no one needs to know. No one, like no one, got hurt. I just smelled your underwear. There you go. I'm a man. Like, you're a man.
0: You're gonna smell underwear sometimes. Yeah.
1: If you wanted to smell my underwear, I would not be offended. I would
0: leave it on the ground for you to sure. smell if, and walk right. out of the room assume, so you could do it. I just
1: assume that you're a woman and you're not a monster like that. Like those. I sl- would
0: rather smell a bra. A bra. A bra.
1: Okay. I don't. I'm not into the boob sweat. I want the.
0: I want to smell that titty residue, man.
1: Hmm. Now I want the that's,
0: that's the sweet nectar.
1: I want the fart residue and just general pussy funk.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. You want to smell the fart residue?
1: A little bit. Interesting. I mean.
0: Oh, you're into anal sex. So oh, but it yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense that you're I, into.
1: I I enjoy a butt. butt stuff. I enjoy a butt smell. Yeah. I don't want to, like a stinky fart, but like. But ripe. Know, the umami of a butt. <sighs> yeah. The, the, the earthy undertones of, like, a butt.
0: Right? <clears throat> you like mushroom hunting, man. I like mushroom hunting. Yeah, you're not afraid to go in the compost. I'm a
1: truffle pig. Yeah. I remember the first time I smelled a butt, and, like, it just, like, locked into my brain into a weird way. I was, Yeah. Like, I was five years old. Sure. And this neighbor girl came over. I don't even remember her name. Uh, and we were playing in my room. And then, like, I don't know how it progressed to this point, but, like, we're under my blankets, and, like, she's, like, bending over, and she, like, pulls down her pants and, like, shows me her butthole. She's, like, spreading her cheeks. She's five, by the way, too. And, like, we're both, like, five years old or so. Mm-hmm. And then, like, she shows me her butthole, and then, like, I have this little plastic teacup, and, like, I put it in her butt for something. Like, not in her butt, but, like... Or, I like, like,
0: over her hole.
1: Over her hole. I touch yeah. her butt crack... With that, and she
0: farts into the teeth. I don't pot. know what
1: happens after that, to be yeah. honest. Like, that's about as far as the memory goes. I, but now
0: you love buttholes, but since then,
1: but from that moment, that moment was seared into my brain. And, like, from that moment, like, the smell of a butt and, like, not like stinky, but just like
0: right, the ambiance, like, the
1: ambiance the of a butt, uh, and just buttholes in general is just like hard locked into my brain. Mm-hmm. I don't think many people get to know or like you know process where their particular kinks come from or like can pinpoint it but like that was that was a pivotal pivotal moment for me
0: for the young Jack Slattery yeah I got a piece so bad
1: alright I think we can wrap it up let's wrap it up then alright episode 2 done